You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Colorado Rockies are continuing to try to win every single game that they possibly can this season, but I think we know that they're probably looking ahead to next season as well, uh, even though it has been a pretty good year for them. So let's talk to Thomas Harding about a couple of young players coming up. I'm Allison Footer. Uh, Thomas, I was noticing on the Rockies' website our amazing MLB Pipeline staff with Jim Callis and Jonathan Mayo. They are on top of everything, and they track a lot of these top prospects throughout the season. And they did a roundup recently, and Brendan Rogers was mentioned very favorably. Now, he is a recent pick. Um, he was picked right after Alex Bregman in 2015. Um, so, I, and he's only 20 years old. He turned 20 on August 9th. So he's probably still a little ways away, but really has turned it on. In his last six games, he hit like 458 and uh, a bunch of runs scored. So that has to be really encouraging for the Rockies to have, um, you know, a top draft pick like that excelling at so early in his career. No doubt about it. Um, he was a kid who, when you looked at him last year before he was drafted in high school, he looked like a man amongst boys. It frankly looked like Troy Tulowitzki had gone back to high school and was playing against, you know, 17-year-old kids. Um, now that he has had a little bit of time in professional baseball, you've seen him really pick it up offensively, and that's what they expected of him. He, he's a power bat plays in the middle of the infield. Now, he was drafted as a shortstop, but he has played a whole lot of second base, and there are people who aren't sure if he's going to be a second baseman or shortstop, but what the Rockies know, and when you look at how they draft, they know he can hit. Um, and this is a kid, he could come on pretty quickly. Like you said, he's only 20. Uh, next year will be his age 21 season. Probably started off in high A ball. Could he make it to double A by the end of the year, by even the middle part of the season? He does, he's a big league radar. Yeah, so I mean, it, when you say that, I mean, he could be on the fast track. Of course, like I, I'm looking at it from a perspective of Bregman is already um, in the majors. So I'm like, okay, well, Alex Bregman's in the majors. Let's, let's get Brendan Rodgers up here. Of course, um, totally different players, totally different ages, development. Uh, you know, it's all dependent on the, on the guy. But there's nothing wrong with what, being like 22 and making your major league debut? That's reasonable, right? Debut um, at Probably made it earlier. He had some injuries and some setbacks in the minor league. So um, can Brendan Rodgers make it that quickly? One thing about his situation is because you have Trevor Story next season and you'll have D.J. LeMahieu at second base, it's not like there's a screaming need to get him here. Now, when you look at the Rockies roster, he's first because it seems like everybody on that team bats left-handed, and Rodgers is a right-handed hitter, but we are talking about a 20-year-old, and you don't know what will happen when he starts playing with kids older. Um, right now, playing in, in, in Asheville, the players are a little bit older. They'll be considerably older when he gets to the high A ball, but if he excels there and he does have the bat for it, then you can see him on the fast track. I love sounding like a fan when I'm like, bring him up, bring him up. I mean, it was That's right. so annoying to me when I was a reporter and I'd have to hear from fans that were demanding that these players be brought up, not really understanding the developmental uh, process of a ball player. But now I don't, I don't cover the team, so now I can yell at you to bring him up, right? 
That's right. Yell at me. Bring him up. That's fine. I mean, I'll tell you what, it has been fun watching some of the young guys that have stepped in for the Rockies this year. And really, that's the thing you get very excited about when you watch the Colorado Rockies. You saw Trevor Story at the start of the year and um, David Dahl come up also. Tony Walters is a rookie. And of course, the guy we'll probably be talking about in a little bit, Jeff Hoffman, who's actually made his debut. And there, there are pictures behind him, too. Yeah, so let's talk about Jeff Hoffman, uh, another top prospect. You heard a lot of uh, just whispers and um, hints that he was going to be called up. He did. He debuted on Saturday. I was looking um, just through all the coverage of the story. I didn't realize um, that he was facing the Cubs, the Cubs, for his Major League debut. Um, I find that to be a little unfair, but whatever. Okay, so and he didn't. it was not a wonderful debut, let's face it. Seven runs, six earned over four innings. I'm sure they really didn't care so much about the results as just getting him in there. Uh, Walt Weiss really likes him, says he's ready. Um, I don't know. Were you at all – I mean, I know that there was a rotation spot that needed to be claimed, but, I mean, against the Cubs, was that, like, the best idea here? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a great debut as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Throw him in against the best, and his next start will be on the road at Washington against another um, championship-type <laughs> team. So they're certainly not sparing this kid. What they did with him, and he came in the Troy Tulowitzki trade from Toronto. And listen, last year Toronto was talking about – bringing him to Toronto, before they made the trade, there was, t- there was talk in that organization that they would bring him to Toronto at the end of the year, even if they didn't activate him, to let him continue working um, and, and understand the big leagues because they thought he'd get there fast. And if somebody had gotten hurt, they would have thrown him into the bullpen for a playoff-type team last year. Um, if you watch Jeff Hoffman's first three innings, you'd be like, wow. I mean, he, he only faced nine guys, got a double play. Um, I think it was three or four strikeouts. And then in that fourth inning, the Cubs took advantage. And when you look at the actual hits, there were three of them that took advantage of the shift there. I mean, there was, there was a decent single, a solid single by um, Dexter Fowler, and Ben Zobrist had a double. Other than that, he, they bled through the shift the whole time. So it wasn't like the kid fell apart out there. But, the, no, the line wasn't good, and he didn't last five. They were expecting him, and, and they were going to let him go. They did something a little bit different with him than they did with John Gray last year. Um, Gray was nearing innings limit when they called him up, and they basically said, you're not throwing more than five innings any time out, and we're going to stop you at what, 155, 156. What they did with Hoffman was they backed him off to 75 pitches or less his last four starts. And they're like, okay, we pre- preserve your pitch count. Now you come up here, and we're going to treat you like a major league pitcher. And, hey, we're going to treat you like a major league pitcher against teams that are going to the playoffs. Go get them, Jeff. <laughs> okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. Now, when I'm at spring training and I go around to a lot of different camps, we do a lot of interviews with broadcasters and reporters. Um, and, I mean, there's a ton of optimism in every camp, even when you're realistic about what kind of team you actually have. Um, but because you're looking at these players and, you know, there's some pretty good players on this team, even if they may not be contenders. Um, but I have to chuckle now when I look back at, like, you know, the Twins, uh, you know, a Twins broadcaster thinking, like, you know, the Twins, I mean, they – I think this is going to be a really even division, and I think they're going to be right in the middle of it. And, you know, the Angels were brimming with optimism. But that leads me to the Rockies. I believe that next year when they go into spring training that we're all going to be looking at this team saying they got a real chance here. Um, when you talk about some of the guys that have come through this year, some of the pitching that's been developed, and some, uh, you know, if they make a couple of small moves, I mean, they we have to think of them as contenders next year, don't you? Um. I'm not quite there. I'll I'm say there. what I said all along. I believe that 
they will be a good team the second half of next year. And if all goes right, then, yeah, they could be in the thick of a playoff run. But I really believe 2018 is the year. Now, that's not the way they think. I mean, let's face it, um, I think that series at Milwaukee, and this is a crazy thing about this club, they're beating the Washingtons and the Cubs. They were 5-2 and against the Cubs. They They beat Washington two out of three. They've beaten the good teams, the Mets. Um, their problem has been the Brewers. They've dropped the first two in that series there in Milwaukee. They're 2-5 and five against the Reds. Um, they went 2-5 and five against the Phillies. So they believe they can compete with anybody, but what you're seeing is a lot of inconsistency. And when I look at that young pitching, I'm looking at um, John Gray, Tyler Anderson, but I'm also watching what Chad Bettis has gone through this year where for periods of time he has been nailed. Um, either he's just pitched extremely well or he's been competitive enough to get through. But there have also been a couple of hiccups in there where he's gone through uh, some slumps. There was one about four starts. His last start in Milwaukee where he walked seven. I think that a, a lot of young guys coming into Coors Field, they're going to have some up and down in that first and second year. So that's why I'm not quite on the contender bandwagon. I mean, I'd love to be, I'd love to be standing there, you know, waving the flag saying, go get them, Rockies. You're going to do it in 2017. I believe 18 would be the year, but I can be proven wrong, especially if they turn it up the second half of this year. I like to compare the Rockies right now to about 2005. And if you go back to 2006, the second half of the year, they were the best team in baseball. And then after that, 2007, yeah, they had that run at the end. But if you talk to the guys who were on those teams then, they said, if you look at the final record, that's who we should have been. So that's, uh, that's what I'm seeing out of this crew is that, especially with, with pitching, you're going to have some up and down, some injuries along the way. But um, if these guys can figure things out the first half of next year, by the second half of next year, I think that this team could be as competitive as, as anyone in the game. Now, what, what, whether that'll get them to the playoffs, I'm not sure. 2018, I'm expecting them to go into the season as, as contenders or a team that, you know, some people will be saying could win this division. Yeah, I think that they are going to, uh, you know, if you finish 500, you're basically contending all season. I mean, you fall short, but you are a contender. Like, if you finish with 82 wins, you've contended all season, and I believe that's what the Rockies are going to do next year. So uh, we shall see. But, um, Thomas, it's always so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.